Hi. <laughs> it's ghostical time. It's ghostical time. It's ghostical. Still hate the name. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great. I love. I love hating it though. Can I just? Sorry. Is that a thing? You is can love one? hating okay. it. I do love That's hating fine. it. I love hate it. I love that you love hating it. <laughs> I will take it. I hate it. that you love, hate my love, hating it. Fair enough. <laughs> I would continue that, but I'm lost already. So am I. It's been, it's been a week. It has been. It's been a week. It's been one full week. It's insane. It's insane. Um, I'm Jamie Markey. And I'm Michael Tatum. You probably and, uh, knew that. Yeah. It's ghostical time. Ghostical time. So we're starting. I love these. You've got a follow-up. I have do a have a follow-up ghostical. From our haunted ranch with the horses and the pictures and all of that stuff that um, we ha- we talked about last week. Ooh. So it, that was Ashley. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's mother reached out to us. Oh, man. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Ashley so, and Ashley's mom are the coolest. So Ashley's mom. Ashley's mom. Hands down, her most disturbing experience. I was getting ready for work, and it was pretty early, like 4.30 a.m. I was in the bathroom with the door closed, and I heard a faint knock and my daughter's voice. It said, Mama. We only have one bathroom in our house, so it wasn't that unusual for her to do that, so I opened the door, and nobody was there. Then I heard it again, but it sounded like it was coming from right outside our back door. I knew there was no way Ashley would have gone outside at that time in the morning. I was so frightened I couldn't even move for a few seconds. I bolted for my daughter's room and opened the door, and of course, she was fast asleep. So I woke up my husband and made him look outside because I'm a complete coward. I get it. I get it, Ashley's mom. <laughs> it's not, hey, it's, discretion it's, is the better part of valor. That's right. He couldn't see anything, but he definitely felt like he was being watched. The thing that bothers me the most is that this thing mimicked my daughter's voice. I have seen the moving shadows in our barn. I have watched them glide across the barn aisle. I have had more than 25 horse-related accidents where people were thrown from otherwise well-trained and good-natured horses. I've watched my best friend's horses be euthanized due to a broken back because he had a disc completely displaced and shattered. The vet had never seen an injury like that. We have another horse that fractured his hip in Alton Pasture last October. He's still recovering. We have lost more of our borders, and I can't really blame them. I'm at my wit's end. We named this farm after the name of my parents' log home that they built after they retired. I named this place in honor of them. It makes me profoundly sad that it has brought us so little joy. So I replied, and I asked her if they were going to move. And she said yes, and... Um, since they've been there for four years, mm-hmm. that the realtor said that they can move without too much of a loss. But that's good, at least. Um, but that's so heartbreaking. Yeah, she just feels bad for whoever moves in there next. Well, maybe it'll be like some asshole corporation. Like that's right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they won't be sensitive. Maybe they won't. Yeah, maybe they won't be sensitive, or mm-hmm. maybe you know, maybe whatever it is, will realize like they just went too far, and they'll miss you. I sure. Don't, I don't. <laughs> that's I, just that's. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. You got they got to get out of there. Like I know. I, if, if it's, it's, if, it's if it's if it's if it's like injuring the horses, the and twenty five horses throwing voice, people. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's you crazy. Can't do that. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen too. Well, and like, if the you whole know, point is to board horses and you can't board them because they're being yeah. attacked or spooked by something. You can always just just know out there. Just know that somewhere out there is a plot of land that's mm-hmm. deserving of the name. Right. It's a fiscally responsible thing to do at this point. And. and 
quite possibly the spiritually right. wise and thing to do. Also physically. And physically, yeah. So we, th- yeah. So uh, keep us up to date, guys. We're really, yeah, we wanna, yeah. We really, we want to know. Want to know what's going on with that? And if you don't move, uh, let us know. And I want to, I want to go out there and investigate. Maybe. No. Maybe. Maybe. It Maybe. sounds dangerous. It does sound dangerous. Maybe. So you're like really wanting to go now. I got it. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> you can just you can Skype in. I'll, you can stay here, and I'll go. Uh, not by myself. I'll, I'll, Brandon will go with me. Okay. That's Brandon's fine. down for it. Okay. And then we'll just Skype you in. We'll like have our phones up. And, and we'll we still go you. through Skype yeah. and be like, what's your house like? <laughs> uh, uh. There needs to be like a, a haunted version of like MTV Cribs. What a great, that's a million dollar idea. That is. Someone get that started and let us be in it. Ah! Or let us host it. Okay. So, yeah, host it. All right, so now I'm doing, I'm cold reading a story I haven't read before. That's, that's uh, the point. I, that's what cold reading is. <laughs> that's what cold reading is. <laughs> it's, like, it's like cold brew. This isn't hot. It's not supposed to be. Uh, all right, this comes from Chloe. Chloe says, I used to live in a trailer park along with my family. A thing to note about this particular trailer park was that it was right along the Trail of Tears, where Native Americans were forced to walk from their homelands, many dying from exposure or exhaustion on the way. I believe this is the reason for many unsettling experiences I had as a child. Oof. Firstly, my brother hated his room. When he was little, he'd always want to stay in our room. He said he just couldn't sleep in his room. That was unusual, but not out of the ordinary for a young child, I guess. That's true. That's not. That's not. Yeah, it's not. I didn't like staying in my room, but my room was fucking haunted, too, so. Well, there you have it. <laughs> However, uh, there might have been a paranormal aspect to this fear. Uh, my parents and I occasionally would see a young boy standing in his doorway only when it was dark. Ooh. Um, we all, I just love reading it out loud because I'm like, what? <laughs> Fuck, there, there might be a paranormal aspect? Or there's a, just a child in your house that's not related to you that's like just stuck Hanging. there? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's weird too. We'd always, we'd always say my brother's name and ask if it was him whenever it appeared. It would quickly turn and dart into his room. <gasps> we would go to check if my brother was okay and he would either be fast asleep or even in his own room. Ooh. <laughs> Another time, it was late at night during the witching hour, actually. Wait, hold on. Or even in his own room? They said it was like... Or maybe not even in his own room? Maybe. Oh, yeah, standing in his room. Or not in his... I guess not they, in his Yeah, room. not in his own room. Yeah, that would make... That we're going to assume, Chloe, that you meant... I was like... What a difference a word makes. It does. Yeah. It's important. Not, yeah. Or not even in his own room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Thank, good catch. Good Thank catch. You. Thank you. I pay um, attention. <laughs> uh, another time, it was late at night during the witching hour, actually, and my mother, being the paranormal fan she is, was watching Ghost Adventures. Every time I'm traveling, I always watch Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures, like because they, they they do marathons. It's I've gone to sleep so many nights watching Ghost Adventures. Um, oh God, I could never. It's so funny to I, me. Like it really is funny. Sometimes it makes me want to punch people. <laughs> I don't know why. Me too, but, but for it's... some reason, I just find that funny. So I'm like, right. well, okay. I just go to bed punching my my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, she always had a habit of checking on us every few hours, making sure we were actually asleep and were fine, etc. This particular time, she walked into my brother's room and sensed something was off. She turned to his window only to see someone, clothed in shadow, staring into my brother's window. She gasped, ooh, like I just did, 
I grabbed one of my brother's baseball hats, uh, baseball bats. <laughs> baseball hat would not do any good. Um, <laughs> she gasped, grabbed one of my brother's baseball bats, and ran outside. It must have taken her all of three seconds, but by the time she got out of the house, no one was there. They had just vanished. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. no, that's no. That's, that's, this is why he doesn't want to stay in his room. Right. Um, I saved my personal story for last. I, on occasion, witnessed things moving on their own. My toys would randomly come on and off when I was very little, which terrified me to no end. I still remember that feeling of being terrified. The most memorable experience of this nature happened when I was about nine. One night, I got up to get a snack. I walked into our kitchen, then froze. Next to our sink, we had a dish rack. I clearly remember silverware flying out of the dish rack, and the whole thing shook. I immediately ran into my parents' room, crying about how a ghost was in the kitchen. We moved out of that house years ago. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad for you. I had a rough childhood, and I believe that negative energy, along with the Native Americans dying on that land long ago, mixed to create some of the phenomena we experienced. Of course, it could have just been our imaginations and love of the paranormal that led us to believe we were being haunted, but I've asked other friends who live in that trailer park now, and I've heard similar stories. I guess I'll never know for sure, but I'll always believe in ghosts after living there. Ooh, can't blame you. That's, that's creepy. Uh, that's some shit. That's some. Um, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. I would the say... little boy, the ghost of the little boy. Yeah. Someone said, I mean, some said the, whoever it was at the window, like that could have been a ghost, but it might have been like some creep too. Yeah. That's that's and that is no less terrifying. Right. Um. But oof, that little boy, that little boy in the doorway. That's mm-hmm. I can just picture it. That scares the ooh, the this little little hairs in the back of my neck stand up. Oh yeah. man, just thinking about it. Yeah. Chloe, I'm glad you moved. Yes, good job. There's a lesson here. Move! Yes, Ashley and Ashley's mom. That's right. They're doing it. They're going to. They're going to. Okay. Okay, so next is from Olivia. My mom there always said that when I was younger, I would always interact with something unseen. When she asked me who I was talking to, I would always reply with, I'm talking to my sisters. Mind you, this was before my little sister was born, so there was no sister to be talking to. A while, um... While me, my mom, and my aunt were driving down the road, or aunt, depending upon how you say it, um, (laughs) while we were driving down the road, I screamed for my aunt, or aunt, to... (laughs) Fuck. Aunt, aunt. Aunt, aunt. Um, I screamed for my aunt and my mom to stop the car. I pointed out the window saying, there, there is where my sisters are buried. There was nothing but an overgrown patch of land with waist-high grass. Fast forward a few months, again, when my aunt and my mom were driving on the same road again, but they saw something that shocked them to the core. Instead of overgrown patch, an overgrown patch of grass was an old cemetery Oh shit! filled with extremely old tombstones. My aunt and mother stopped the car and got out to look around. They noticed that all the dates on them were from 1700 to 1800 and that this was a cemetery for dead children my mother walked around saw two tombstones that shocked her on the tombstone was the names of the sisters that i would always talk to oh a few years later i went looking for and felt a same strange sense of belonging there it makes me think if my sisters from a past life are buried then is my past self buried there as well oh. i have goosebumps i know does that mean, oh, you've got chills. Doesn't that mean someone's like walking on your grave? Uh, I think it just was a spooky story. <laughs> about 
someone possibly someone walking possibly on their own grave. On my... <laughs> like, so creepy. I want to like that theory, but like just stand on your own grave and like and like just put your foot on it and like see if it actually works. Like, oh, do I Ooh. get chills? Ooh, I, yeah, oh my yeah. god, it's not. Hey. It's not just a superstition. Olivia, go check that out. For us. <laughs> That's a great story, though. Like it's straight so up. That Can you imagine great. being the mom though and being like, oh my god, those are the children that my daughter talks to? Mm. Weird. Mm. And like, and the mom too, like having to drive by that cemetery, being like, maybe a past form of my daughter is. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, though, like break it apart, right? Mm -hmm. She saw them when she was a little girl and she said Mm -hmm. they were her sisters. Mm -hmm. Now, if she met them and uh, they said, because she doesn't have sisters, who are you? We're sisters. Mm -hmm. Like if she saw them as spirits, right? Mm -hmm. And they said, we're sisters. And since she didn't have any sisters, those, for a child's mind, could be like, oh, those are my sisters. Well, yeah. They're my friends. They're my sisters. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And so it could be that, actually, the way that a child would see that kind of situation. It's just like they're just friends, but she's it. calling them sisters. She's calling them sisters because that's what they, they call like themselves. Family. Yeah. Not even because they feel like family. Oh, that's because what that's they what they call, they call themselves. themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And so it could just be that those sisters uh, were with her. And not necessarily that they were her sisters in a past life. Yeah, okay. Just as another option. Because it fascinates me how kids think about things and how they process. And so sometimes I'll hear something like recently someone was talking about a language and that somebody was talking to and it was hard to understand them because it was a dead tongue. And immediately I was like, I can only imagine how a kid would think of that. Like, oh my God, that poor person. No one understands (laughs) them because their tongue is dead. It's a zombie tongue. I bet they have really bad breath. (laughs) What do they, how do they eat? What is that like to have a dead tongue in your mouth all the time? You know what I mean? Like, yes. that's all I could think. Yes. I, and so I wonder if that's something. This is a great, okay, I just had this conversation over dinner the other night. And um, we just, I, it's just out of nowhere, but it made me think of that. What is, what is one of the weirdest things that you just thought as a child that you, like, only when you were an adult realized, oh, that's not a thing. Like, what's the weirdest thing you've ever had to be like, Mm. oh, I just thought, for mine, and I'm serious, I was probably, like, 13 or 14 before I really grasped this. Um, As a kid, I could look at a map and, like, point to, like, there's Texas and there's, you know, Mississippi, so I'm just going to skirt on over Louisiana and there Mm -hmm. I'll be. And I could just do it with my finger in seconds, and I'd be like, why does it take us so long to drive there? It doesn't take me long to point to, to it. Point to <laughs> like, it. I just could not make the connection. I'm like, something's going on. I think they just build roads all windy and stuff, so you'll drive through things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought for me, I just thought, why don't why don't it's, I don't understand why it takes so long? I mean, I get it. We're not. My finger's not the same size as a car in the map or whatever. But like, is it really? Is there that big of a difference? Like, long. I was I was so convinced, That's and really it was funny. when I was like 12 or 13 when someone finally had to be like, we're gonna go on a road trip just so you can fucking understand. How wrong that is! Yeah, <laughs> and and did and did they? Did well, they did. They yeah. did, and I was like, okay, okay, cool. She's like, yeah, yeah see, it only takes yeah we a do. second to do it on the map, but it took us five hours to get. We here. did a lot of road trips mm-hmm. as a kid, so, um, but that was before iPads and all of that stuff. So you just had to look out the window because <laughs> I can't read either in the car. I'll get oh yeah, car sick. Same. Yeah, same. so it was like, look, there are trees. And then if you were bored or wanted to do something else, then your mom would be like, look at the nature. It's so pretty. And it's like, let's, it's trees. Let's play it's the license still trees. plate game. License you know, plate, or, yeah. Uh, that's the, the I see something. Slug bug. Mm-hmm. Slug bug. Yeah. Um, someone else at the, at the, in this conversation was like, <laughs> said that she knew someone that wasn't terribly bright. And in her 30s, like just were, was at a party and something just walked back into the room and was like, y'all. 
Did y'all know that y'all's belly buttons are their scars? <laughs> <laughs> It was, was news to this person who we was had, like 30 I remember something. There's a couple from um, f- songs, like misunderstood lyrics. Yes. And yes. so there's Better Man. This is my favorite one. <laughs> what, what did you think it was? I didn't think it was. Someone else did. Pearl Jam's Better Man. Pearl Jam's Better Man. Yeah. Buttermilk. So it's like I love Pearl Jam so much, and that just makes me so yeah, happy. Because you can can't hear find the buttermilk. <laughs> it's like they're making a red velvet cake, and they can't find the buttermilk. I've, and so, if I'm in that situation, and I'm in oh my God, the grocery store, and I can't find the buttermilk, I'm always like, "Can't find the buttermilk." Every time, it's my favorite. Um, yeah, that's my favorite um, one. Do you have another? You I do. Another? I do. I'm sorry. That was just. That's okay. It's good. No. There's a book of uh, that, like one of those, a little illustrated book that came out sometime in the '90s of misheard song lyrics called "When a Man Loves a Walnut." Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has all kinds. There was of, like, another one. It had to do with Love Shack. My but most disappointing remember. one was uh, Jimi Hendrix, like "Excuse Me While I Kiss the Sky," Instead and I used to think guy. it was "Excuse Me While I Kiss the Sky," and I was like, "Yeah, that's oh. right." Oh no, he just. Oh, nuts. Oh, nuts. Or not nuts. Or not. All right, so this is from uh, Gianna. Maybe Gianna. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but I I apologize. Um, This isn't too spooky, but my mother had a miscarriage, and the child was going to be named Toby. Okay, not spooky, but that's a lot. It's a strong opener. Uh Um, (laughs) When my sister was around three or four, she would uh, walk around the house looking for something. We would ask her what she was looking for, and she would reply, Toby. It, of course, spooked my mom, yeah. uh, but she paid no mind. Uh, soon, she would go around singing his name and have full conversations with Toby. We would be in public, and she would look to her side, talking to Toby, who is frickin' dead. On her fifth... <laughs> I love that. Frickin' dead. dead. On her fifth birthday, she stopped. After that day, she never remembered anything about Toby. Not so spooky, sorry. Yeah. It's pretty spooky, It's pretty Jonna, spooky. Pretty spooky. Yeah. Like... Oh. Yeah, like, wow. Yeah, that, mm, no, no. I mean, that's, just makes you wonder how much we forget when we're kids. I like, know. how much, like, just the way we see the world and, like, the things that we're open to, how much of that, like, so much. I mean, I know we add to it as we get older, like, we collect wisdom right. and experience and all that, but just in terms of just abilities and openness and, and, and all that, like, how much and of that, and of acceptance, those, yeah. like, how much of that do we just, like, 80% of it's probably gone by the time we're in our yeah. teens, Yeah, you know, if not sooner, because we're just like, oh, no one else believes it? Okay. Okay, I guess. Well, I'll shut up talking about it then, because I guess everyone no one will take me seriously. Yeah. Um, everyone thinks it's weird, or it's freaking out mom. Oh my gosh, if you guys have stories about imaginary friends that are probably ghosts please send them all to us please because i had a very similar story yeah that's that great. one that one that, uh, one gets me that one's a good one me. yeah that's really good Ooh. my mom was telling me this story because uh, we were talking about last week's episode with all of the or was it the one before the feel good one oh, the feel, yeah with the, yeah with, the, the with this with the spirits and coming through dreams and stuff like that and she mm. said she used to have a reoccurring dream all the time that she was at a party and there was a woman there that anytime she got scared or it got overwhelmed, the woman would like hold her and tell her everything was going to be okay. Aww. And it was the same kind of dream. It was always a party, and there was this woman there that was helping her. And then uh, one day, I think she was seven or eight, she or night, she had the dream. Except the woman 
told her that she wouldn't be able to see her anymore, uh-huh. but um, that she would always be with her and be protecting her. And then she never had the dream again. That's a fairly common theme. And, yeah. And like this, it makes its way into a lot of stories about childhood, and mm-hmm. a lot of kids have had that experience where they have a, a they have to. You know, it sort of represents a, a rite of passage when, like, you have to say goodbye to your imaginary friend because it's like the imaginary friend, if they're real, mm-hmm. right, right. <laughs> knows that, like, ah, I'm sticking around. I'm actually a liability to you because it's going to make life hard if you if you're always talking to me right. and when no one else can see me. And it's like, oh, I just think of how heartbreaking that is for them. Going like, I'm still going to be here, but we just can't talk we anymore. We just can't talk anymore. Yeah, and this was a woman too. It was like a motherly figure. Yeah. And so my mom has wondered, you know, if it was a relative, but investigating it she hasn't been able to find any relative that it could be and so then now she's wondering if it maybe it was her spirit guide or something like that what Um, was the name of that robert downey jr movie where he was a little kid and he had three friends there were ghosts mm, that had all like they died uh heart and souls heart and soul yeah yeah Yeah. oh yeah that was it was really good and it was they and they were all they had all died in a bus crash or something yes and and then got like stuck to this little boy who was like asleep in his bed Uh on the other side of town and then he grew up with them just always being around and then at some point like the parents were so weirded out by the little boy seeing Mm -hmm. these people that he's he's talking he has four imaginary friend because no one else could see them so they were like, yeah, psychologists were gonna mm-hmm. running tests and stuff. So they just told him, like, it was such a terrible scene. Because they, they talked to, they all sit down with him at one point, this little boy, and be like, we we have to go. We'll always Aww. be here, but we have to go. And the little kid is such a good, I remember the little kid being such a good actor, because he's just bawling, going, no, he doesn't understand. And he's like, you guys are my friends, what did I do? And and then it like, and then of course, you know, he grows up to be um, the character played by Robert Downey Jr., yeah. who's an asshole. Right. And like, and they, they come back into his life, kind of going, okay, look, you you, we we we're kind of responsible for this because we abandoned you. So we so we have it. to fix you now. Yeah. I want to watch yeah. it again. I, I, seen I remember it really really like. Yeah, it. me too. And that was like ninety two or three or four. Right or something before like his big like. It was before his big going away for a little while. To yeah. Clean up. Yeah. Situation. Thing. Um, it was before Iron Man. We'll just say that. It was, it was before Iron <laughs> well, Man. It was before Iron Man. It was it was before Alec McBeal. That's true. Oh my gosh, it was Dancing yeah. Baby. Terrifying. Dancing Baby. <laughs> um, okay, so our next story is from Sarah. Sarah. When we were little, my cousins lived with our grandparents in Danville, Indiana. Both of them swore they woke up to see a Native American, or Native Americans. Um, I didn't believe it until one night. I woke up in the middle of the night one time when I was staying over. I saw a Native American standing in the hallway with a tomahawk. It terrified me. I hid under the covers and didn't come out the rest of the night. I think that's a great strategy. Good safety plan. (laughs) Works for most of us. Just does. We moved into an apartment near a cemetery about 10 years ago now. At the age of 26, I started hearing all these noises and just assumed it was the upstairs neighbors. I heard some loud noise and it woke me one night. I was laying back down just to go back to sleep when I saw the figure of a woman next to my bed. She reached out to me and I froze. Next, I heard her say, it's all right. I will keep you safe and protect you. Her presence was very calming. I lied back and felt her pet my hair. I have seen her a few times since and always feel calm and safe with her here. On another note, in Indiana, we have a kind of famous haunted place called Hannah House that has an interesting story to it. That's so funny. I didn't realize that was going to be the next story. <laughs> After talking about my mom. Um, yeah, so same. I mean, wonder too. That could be a family member or a... Yeah. Very strange. 
I wonder sometimes, is it just like a random lottery? Like, you know, when you're on the other right. side, they kind of go, okay, you got to do a little time and do some community service. Right. You gotta- <laughs> so sometimes it's a relative, but maybe sometimes it's just someone that's like, yeah, I'm, you know, just going to take care of you, hang around. Mm-hmm. Maybe guys just hang around and they just take a, they take a, a liking to, right. maybe they feel drawn to children because children can see them. Right. Well, and know? I mean, too, if it's a spirit, spirit guide mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. you know, those are with you. Apparently, I don't know a lot about spirit guides, but they're supposedly around with you your whole life. Mm-hmm. And so if you're more open to them when they're younger, or if you're in a space where you need them, maybe that makes more sense. Yeah, maybe. Know, though. Maybe. Yeah, maybe there's something about childhood that like makes the role of... Yeah. It, it's because of like just that developmental stage of a person's life. Mm-hmm. The, the spirit guide has to be visible and right. interactive. Well, this woman, she was 26. Oh. So yeah, maybe you just needed that. You just need that. Maybe a certain time, or maybe because like, it was be in, a, it was near a cemetery. Maybe it was just somebody nearby that was like, "Oh, she's scared. I'll make mm. her feel better." Because uh, I don't so, know. So nice. I like friendly ghosts. I do too. I like when the ghosts are just kind of like, "Oh, hey, I'm I'm good. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll take care of you. That's right. nice. Feel protected. Yeah. They are not lighting your house on fire. It's great. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my <sighs> gosh. Well, uh, I that guess that's nice. That's and now it. we have a movie to watch. We're gonna go I watch know. Heart and Soul. Um, all right, well, that's it. That's our ghostical episode. Yay! Uh, give us our reviews and do you all the things. The drill. Follow the instas and the twitters and the Facebook page. Give us your submissions. Submissions. Go to the ghoulintentions.com. <laughs> um, what am I forgetting? I don't know. That seems about covered. Okay. Submit, review, yeah. take pictures of yourself take wearing pictures, the shirts yeah. if you get them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and all right. remember. It's, it's okay, okay to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on. I have to sneeze. <laughs> oh, that was the cutest sneeze. <laughs> I think I'm done. Please. Ah, <laughs> your, your laptop had to sneeze too. God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck it. Leave it in. Leave it all in. <laughs>